Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1454. When night fell, the physical sufferings increased and were joined by moral sufferings. Night and suffering. The solemn silence of the night made it possible for me to suffer freely. My body was stretched out on the wood of the cross. I writhed in terrible pain until eleven o'clock. I went in spirit to the tabernacle and uncovered the ciborium, leaning my head on the rim of the cup, and all my tears flowed silently toward the heart of him who alone understands what pain and suffering is. And I experienced the sweetness of this suffering, and my soul came to desire this sweet agony, which I would not have exchanged for all the world's treasures. The Lord gave me strength of spirit and love toward those through whom these sufferings came. This, then, was the first day of the year. Also, on this day, I felt the prayer of a beautiful soul, probably Father Sopochko or Father Andras, who was praying for me and giving me, in spirit, his priestly blessing. I answered in return with my own ardent prayer. O my gracious Lord, how merciful it is on your part to judge each one according to his conscience and his discernment and not according to people's talk. My spirit delights and feeds more and more on your wisdom, which I am getting to know more and more deeply. And in this, the vastness of your mercy becomes more and more manifest to me. O oh, my Jesus, the effect of all this knowledge on my soul is that I am being transformed into a flame of love towards you, my God. January 2nd, 1938. As I was preparing for Holy Communion today, Jesus demanded that I should write more, not only about the graces which he grants me, but also about external matters, and this for the consolation of many souls. After that night of suffering, when the priest, Father Matzinger, entered my cell with the Lord Jesus, such fervor filled my whole being that I felt that if the priest had tarried a little longer, Jesus himself would have leaped out of his hand and come to me. After Holy Communion, the Lord said to me, If the priest had not brought me to you, I would have come myself under the same species. My daughter, your sufferings of this night obtained the grace of mercy for an immense number of souls. My daughter, I have something to tell you. I replied, Jesus, speak, for I thirst for your words. It pleases me that, because the sisters, it displeases me that, because the sisters were murmuring, you did not ask to have Father Andras hear your confession in your cell. Know that, because of this, you gave them even greater cause for murmuring. Very humbly, I begged the Lord's forgiveness. O oh, my master, rebuke me, do not overlook my faults, and do not let me err. 
O my Jesus, when I am misunderstood and my soul is in anguish, I want to stay a while alone with you. The words of mortals gives me no comfort. Do not send me, O Lord, such messengers as speak only for themselves and say what their own nature dictates to them. Such consolers make me very tired. January 6th, 1938. Today, when the chaplain, Father Theodore, brought the Lord Jesus, a light issued from the host, its light striking my heart and filling me with a great fire of love. Jesus was letting me know that I should answer the inspirations of grace with more faithfulness and that my vigilance should be more subtle. St. Faustina suffered more during the night. Uh, Her bed was like the cross of Christ. She made a spiritual pilgrimage to the tabernacle to find strength in the presence of Jesus. Jesus could commiserate with her because of all that he suffered. And he gave her the grace to love even those who were bringing about the suffering. For example, the sister infirmarian. As Jesus said from the cross, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus strengthened her so that she could offer her suffering for sinners. She felt the support of the prayers of either Father Sapochko or Father Andras, and she prayed for that person in return. And then St. Faustina thanked Jesus for his graces. She was grateful that Jesus judges each according to one's conscience and discernment and not according to what people say about the person. She was beginning to see things through the eyes of faith, through the eyes of Jesus, and his wisdom was bringing her consolation and comfort and setting her heart on fire. She was being transformed into a flame of love. When people judge on a human level, they can be very much mistaken. Jesus told her to write more in her diary, even about her external matters, such as what she was enduring. This is to console us. We can identify with her sufferings. And Faustina longed to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. Jesus was anxious to give her his graces to comfort her. Jesus told her that he wasn't happy that she hadn't asked for the confessor because she didn't want to cause the sisters to gossip. They ended up gossiping all the more because she hadn't gone to confession. And Faustina asks Jesus to forgive her. In the end, it was a trick of the evil one to keep Faustina from the grace of confession. Faustina wants to unite with Jesus, and she finds her consolation only in him. The things of this world and sinners tire her out. The problem is that people come to comfort us and they bring only human wisdom. They just say the first thing that comes into their mind and they don't discern if this is actually from God or if in the end if it just brings more pain and suffering to the person. Faustina received a special grace when her chaplain brought her Holy Communion. She was inspired to respond to the graces that she received with more faithfulness and a more subtle vigilance. So she had to guard against becoming so discouraged when people who want to help sometimes make matters worse.